everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? This isn't the same. You're not here. I know. I know. <laughs> Back in LA. Uh, so sad. It has I, been, uh, the warm weather has been very nice though. Like I will say. Yeah. I mean, I can't complain. It's like, it was like double digits here today. So oh, nice. yeah. Oh, so, so nice. Just good. But yeah, um, it's, it's just different. I had to like, remember how to like log on properly and like I know. all the tricks send the link. I have to get the link. I had to, you know, it's not just like I can leave my dog with my parents anymore. (laughs) We have to have distraction methods in place now. Preparation required. Right. Yeah. (laughs) How was the trip back? Um, oh, it was something. So I think she was sick, like, and I think it started in Calgary, but she cried like, whimpered basically right after takeoff for like 20 minutes and I was like oh my god if this goes on the whole flight like I'm now that person with the crying baby like everyone complains about oh my god I'm losing it the I was like in full-blown panic like anxiety you didn't drop her this trip no and I didn't drug her on the way there either oh I thought you were gonna the whole time I was going to, and then I, I got scared, so I didn't. Yeah. Um, but so then the flight attendant was like, okay, I'm not telling you this, but I'm telling you this because technically, like, she, I can't have her carrying case open. Like, she has to be shut in it. She's like, my, when my friend flies with her dog, she puts her foot in the carrying case. And that, so I did that, and then she slept the rest of the flight. <laughs> But I was like, oh, my God, like, we're not going to make it the three hours. I'm going to have to ask the pilot to turn the plane around because, like, I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Oh, my God. But now she's fully vaxxed, so you can go out for for social activities. Yes. So we've been doing lots of walking, um, which she enjoys very much. Yeah. It tires her out, so I enjoy it. I mean, congratulations on your dog being more vaccinated than Kanye West. So (laughs) honestly, I shouldn't be surprised that he isn't vaccinated, but like, I was surprised he had one shot. I was surprised he had one shot. Like, was it Johnson and Johnson? Is that what he got? Or like, what, how did you just stop after the first dose? Right. Uh, But okay. So I got a phone call today that I did not answer, but they left a voicemail and like, you know, on the iPhone, I don't know if yours does this, but it like transcribes the voicemail for you. So you don't have to listen to it. And it was about like, someone must've given the wrong number to Walgreens or like Walgreens called the wrong number, but it was about some person where it was like, you're overdue for your second dose of the COVID vaccine. Oh no. And I was like, Oh, huh. Cynthia. Go get your shot. Get it together, Cynthia. <laughs> um, so you can't go to Australia. So sad, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, they've, like, obviously they were pretty clear on the Djokovic situation that they're not yeah. welcoming um, unvaccinated people, but um, apparently Kanye won't be able to tour down 
down there, um, which, you know, is fine because it seems like he's a bit busy flying around um, getting Kim's sex tape copies. Like apparently, apparently the second Ray J tape. <laughs> Ray J's like, dude, I have kids. Like, we're not doing this anymore. Can you please just leave me out of this? You've already got like mega famous from using me once. Like, <laughs> isn't that enough? But he's like just completely lost it. Like he claimed he like took how a red is eye. dating him? Like, well, she's nuts too. But like, he's like walking around telling everyone that Pete Davidson has AIDS. Like, you can't do that. No, like, leave Pete alone. Like, like, I don't understand how he went. Like, from he's rapping at a concert that he wants Kim back to. Like, this is how he thinks it's going to happen. And, like, the girl that he's with is, like, just gross. And, like, I don't know. He's, like... And it's just gross that she wa- she's, like, okay with being with him when he clearly is, like, obsessed with his ex-wife. So this girl, like, Julia Fox, she she commented that she's not with him for, like, the fame or the money because she's dated billionaires her whole life. And I'm like, Ooh. okay, then what are you with him for? Like, I, like, researched it. And I was like, I cannot find who you dated. That's a billionaire. She has, like, a child with a guy who was, like, he didn't look poor, but he was didn't look like, like, Kim billionaire money. Bitch. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, and that was the only other person that I could reference other than allegedly Drake. But, like, Drake's not a billionaire, so, like, that doesn't no. count. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who she, these billionaires that she's dated are, but... Um, yeah, bit of an odd one. I mean, he has to stop because I can only imagine it's it's time for like Chris Jenner to release some type of like lawsuit against him. Well, I'm curious what the like custody arrangements are going to look like here if he continues down this path that he's going down. I can't imagine exactly like path of the like kids... psychosis. Yeah, like the kids can't exactly be unsupervised there. They already had a hard enough time like inviting him to the birthday party. <laughs> Oh my god, just crumbling. Yeah, crumbling. Um, another relationship that just continues to crumble is Britney Spears and her sister. Who did you see her post about Britney or about Jamie Lynn Spears's um book? Which oh, she posts every day like 10 times about it. (laughs) I can't read them, it's like. I don't think that they should start allowing children, child stars to not finishing school. Like they're so dumb. They're so uneducated. And it's like, I can't even read their grammar properly. No, I think and like, the and that's only the one emojis. I read. Yeah. The only one I read was like the, the 10, the like t- whatever, 10 Twitter things. And I was like, wow, every second word is misspelled. There's like a million things in caps. No Meanwhile, sentences she's end. Like, the like videos that she posts with it are like in those like really unflattering low cut shorts <laughs> and like her bikini top and her like twirling and her like stringy hair. And I'm just like, why don't you get yourself together, Brit? And then we'll come out and talk about Jamie Lynn, you know, just stepping on your business. She does love a twirl. Like if one thing Brittany loves, it is a twirl Insta. Lord. <laughs> I don't know. So they've like gone back and forth. Jamie Lynn obviously wrote this book largely central centering on her relationship with Brittany growing up. 
Um, she's claiming that it's not about Brittany. It's about her. Um, and Brittany just obviously happens to be factor into it. Right. Brittany's lawyer sent like a cease and desist because she'd gone on call her daddy as, um, <laughs> a guest there. And Which like, I still haven't listened to, but I heard it was quite wild. Well, I don't think there was anything that was like that revolutionary out of it, but that we had um, read in, via Instagram. Posts yeah, Instagram exactly. Posts. And then, like, you know, Brittany said that she would, um, if she was Jamie Lynn's mom growing up, like, she would have, like, Hit smacked her, her right? across the face. She calls her scum. Like, it's not really coming out with, like, the best looks for Brittany here. Like, she she should just, just right. take the high road maybe a little bit here. She, like, in one post, she was alluding to, like, how Jamie Lynn Spears basically had it made because Britney was famous and, like, all she had to do was sit on the couch and watch TV. And I was like, okay, but that's what every, like, I feel like that's normal. Like, and she she was basically saying at, like, 10 years old, Jamie Lynn Spears should have gone out and got a job. And I was like, okay, I don't think this is realistic. Like, we've spiraled here. <laughs> well, I mean, Mason Ramsey has a job at Subway. So, like, I don't know why Jamie Lynn couldn't have done that. <laughs> Look, as, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She was just waiting for Zoe 101. The, the thing that bothers me is, like, she is saying that Jamie Lynn is using her to, like, sell the copies of the book. Yeah. And, like, absolutely she is. But Britt Brit is making it so much worse by, like, putting all this stuff in, like, if Brittany just ignored it, didn't say anything about it, like, it would not be any, I mean, it's still going to be a bestseller whether Brittany talks about it or not, but, like, it's going to go from, like, you know, just to the next level because mm-hmm. everyone now wants to know, like, what is Brittany so upset about over in here kind of thing. Honestly, I wouldn't even know she was releasing a book if it wasn't because of this. Like, well, I'm sure I would have heard about it after the fact, but, like, yeah. No like, clue. If I'm Brittany, I don't say anything. I wait for that book to come out and then I bombshell interview with Oprah for like <laughs> millions of dollars refuting the book. Not like putting it all out on Instagram for right. free. Like get your dollars, girl. Like I Especially don't understand. Because it's now hers. Like she yeah. can't earn that money. Yeah. So like I don't understand. Like this is, I mean, largely probably the lack of her being able to make any financial or business decisions in the last decade but gosh like like so she still doesn't have anyone who's telling her like this is a bad idea don't do this like I know we want her to have like we want free Britney but we still want like advise Britney like (laughs) Like, this is too free yeah like need to free all the nips at once yeah like I just I just don't understand how there's still no one saying like like she doesn't have a manager, she doesn't have an agent, like she doesn't have someone who's like, you know, not controlling her life, but maybe being like, I don't know about this post. Like perhaps just like reviewing them in advance. A brief glance would even be able to tell you oh. that this is not something okay. Like a quick spell checker. Like, Brent, if you want me to, I will. Right. Like, Lord. Hire me. I'm ready. Yeah. But I mean, there's been a lot of wild news in the music world this this week like um that whole lawsuit between them came out Adele canceled her Vegas residency like a minute before she was supposed to have her first Mm show basically blaming COVID which okay I understand but wouldn't you have known that like pre-night before that you weren't going to be able to kick it off like at least you would have known you wouldn't be able to start on time well the COVID blame that she was saying was supply chain issues so, like, I don't Still know what again. that means, but 
Um, maybe like, she thought it was going to get there, but perhaps um, Adele was also relying on Amazon Prime one day delivery. Like I don't understand. It just seems like you would know, even if it's supply chain, like you would know if it was going to get there in time for you to put whatever together. I mean, I'm still waiting on my dining room table, so like I can't really blame <laughs> Adele for things not making it on time. But you're not um, canceling dinner parties. Well, I scaled them back, let's just say. <laughs> um, Adele people- could have performed like acoustically just, you know, on her voice is good enough. Why can't she just stand on stage and sing to me? I can't imagine she's having like well, a I think Lady is- Gaga-esque. No, I think this is the cover of that. Like, it sounds like she completely lost it at her team. Like, yelling screaming like ripping them a new one and they're just saying covid issues as the backup or the the pc reason of it but um keith urban's taken over her slots at the okay so um you know but there's people who had like already traveled there like she canceled like with hours notice like it wasn't like it wasn't like it's like when Loverfest got canceled and we were just waiting (laughs) but we were at our house waiting with our tickets waiting for years (laughs) yeah Um, I was going to say something, but now I can't remember. Oh, well, I was going to cancel the day before, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, um, oh, she FaceTimed her fans, which I also have a lot of questions about. Like, did they provide their cell phone? Like, were you asked if you wanted to be part of an apology FaceTime? No, see, this is your, this is your problem because you do not spend enough time on TikTok. (laughs) So, so if you spent more time on TikTok, you would know that this girl filmed a TikTok video of she had prepared. This is like her third or fourth time trying to see Adele in concert. And every time she's gone, it's been canceled for some reason. And so she had like. so upsetting. I would never buy another Adele ticket. Yeah. Well, and that was like the premise. Like they had made t-shirts, but like, I think she had tried to go in. Um, some like one of her tours back, obviously yeah. a couple years ago, it got canceled. I don't know if she was touring just before COVID or what happened, but something got canceled then. And then obviously this one. Sorry. So she'd made a TikTok that had gone viral. And then obviously Adele um, saw it or her team oh. saw it. So it, she, it wasn't just like a put your name on a wait list got or something it. for <laughs> Adele. Yes. That's how like the, the headline that I read made it seem. And because like, you know, I don't, I mean, I didn't click on the article because I'm not a huge Adele fan. So I didn't read the premise of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, the This is a little bit since, I mean, it's been two weeks since we recorded. So some of these stories are a little bit older. But yeah. the one that I was the most offended about <laughs> was um, the, the lead singer of Blur coming out and saying that Taylor Swift does not write her own songs. Um, right. Which, like, I mean... Of the artist of this song called Song 2, like, certainly <laughs> who I based my criticism of Taylor Swift on. Also, like, he clearly didn't want to watch Long Pond Sessions folklore because that went in-depth into how she basically made up every single song. So he, like, gave this article with um, uh, one... LA Times maybe I don't remember it was like a pretty well known like like an LA based um, news outlet anyways Um, and he commented on how Taylor doesn't write her own songs but at the same time praised Billie Eilish 
who he like literally in the interview said write songs with her brother Phineas, which is like fine. No one's no one's no. debating that they're not qualified talented. and talented. But like you're literally saying Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs, and then saying that someone who's better is someone who like clearly has a co-writer. Yeah. So like, what's your platform here? <laughs> but it like obviously did not go over well with anybody. Um, no, no. He got, a, like, he got a lot of flack on that. He tried to apologize, kind of gaslighted a little bit, saying that like he was misquoted, but it's like a pretty thorough quote job. Like there wasn't really room for misquoting or interpretation errors on this. Right. I went to a coworker's like virtual baby shower this oh, week. And, gross. Um, <laughs> so like she's in a different group that I work with, work in. So like, I knew literally nobody on this call, but we, we played a game where they put up um, like baby picture, celebrity baby pictures. And you had to guess like who the baby was. Yeah. I did very bad. I got like four <laughs> of 15. And <laughs> so one of them was Taylor Swift. So they put up the, the photo and the person's like, yeah, this is a famous artist. And so I knew it was Taylor, like Taylor Swift, but this one guy was like, oh, would I have them on my playlist? Like one of these partners and the the girl was like, no, I don't think so. Like not really your, your scene or whatever. He's like, oh, but like I for sure have the person who made them famous. So as we're going through the end, Obviously, I'm thinking Tim McGraw, okay? Like, that's all that comes into my mind. I'm like, it must be Tim McGraw. That is who her, like, first hit is about. <laughs> I know immediately where you're going with this. I'm so Kanye mad about West. it. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. What? Taylor Swift was so famous before that incident with Kanye West. Oh, so gross. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, there's, speaking of like songwriters, um, the, like, there's been quite a bit of conversation around some of the Canadian famous songwriters like Neil Young and Jody Mitchell, who've demanded their music be taken off of Spotify. Yeah. Um, because Spotify famously, um, is the only platform that hosts the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. um, which is very much spreading false information on vaccinations. Yeah. Um, and so Neil Young came out with a statement basically saying him or us. Um, now I don't blame Spotify. Like they're in it for the money. They're not necessarily in it for the health, you know, implications of political side of things. And Joe Rogan certainly makes them more revenue than Neil Young does, but, <laughs> but like for on. sure, but, but good on Neil Young. And I am yeah. like not a Neil Young fan. No. I don't believe in his politics. Um, but for him to like go down this road and take down his music on, on this because of the like blatant misinformation and then Joni yeah. Mitchell's now followed. Be curious to see if like well, any other artist um, jump on this train here as well. I mean, not artist wise, but our favorite people, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have jumped on the train, which I'm just going to believe that it's Prince Harry who is upset about this. But Well, and are, weren't they planning to do some sort of podcast? Or did I make that up in my head? You could possibly, they need the revenue. Security yeah. is tight. We need the funds. True. But yeah, I mean, they've, they've come out and said it. Like, I mean, as we talked about a few episodes back, I did make the switch to, from Apple Music to Spotify. Right. I was going to ask so, how you feel now. I might go back to Apple Music. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Uh, Neil Young, Jordy Mitchell, and Jill. Like, we're out. 
<laughs> All of us gone. All of us gone. My, my whatever it is, like $10 a month. Take that. Good day. Seriously. I will say that I don't know that I love it. I think I... I think I do miss Apple Music. So I do just love Apple Music. I, yeah. I get they don't give me my year in review. Like, fine. It, it's okay. I don't really need to know how many times I listen to All Too Well 10-minute version. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Is like, I think I can make my own Spotify wrapped at yeah. the end of the year. I'm not <laughs> sure it's really going to get the, uh, the point across that um, I was hoping it might. So, right. yeah. It's just like, are you unwell? Like, yeah. I need to check on you. We noticed you listened to this song eight times in a row. That's 80 minutes of your day. I was on it. I was in traffic. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I might I might also make the change. But we're just going to see what happens here if um, when Spotify comes out to to say about I mean they artists. have to address it at some point because it's gonna gain like some form of traction I would think coming up here <clears throat> yeah not that it hasn't already but I think with you know Meghan Markle's stamp behind it I mean there's how... probably an Oprah special who knows yeah it could happen so um on the on the COVID note should we flip over to uh to sports and yes. provide all of the the COVID updates on so that many, side of things. So many updates. Yeah. Less COVIDy this time, but yeah, I mean, but the, the fallout, like, um, yeah. like we have the winner of the Australian Open. I know. Um, okay, and, I'm so happy. You know, and so there's obviously lots of people commenting. Would he have won it? Um, Nadal won. Um, yeah. Would he have won it if Djokovic had played? Guess what? It doesn't freaking doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Because you know what? Nadal's been out a ton with injuries. So would Djokovic have won all those Grand Slams had Nadal not been? Like, you can't say that, right? Well, and no one told Djokovic he couldn't play other exactly. than himself. So, yeah. So you d- I read. So, like, I mean, I love Nadal. But he became, so, which I think is what Djokovic was trying to do, is become, like, him and Roger Federer and Nadal all tied at 20 Grand Slam wins. Yeah. So Nadal becomes the first man to hit 21, um, which obviously had Djokovic won, it would have been him. But like Roger Federer wrote this like super nice post on his Instagram story about how like it's so deserved and thank you for like pushing me in my career. Like I hope I pushed you as well, blah, blah, blah. And then Djokovic has a post he posts, which I'm shocked that he even posts about this on Instagram. And it's like, congratulating the women's winner, which, you know, we should discuss. It's like the first time in decades that the US or the Australian Open was won by an Australian female. Um, And then he has literally like one sentence about Natal. It's like, congrats. (laughs) I was like, oh, he wrote more about the guy who came in second. <laughs> and I was like, you just like, just go away, go back yeah. into your little hidey hole. <laughs> and we're not seeing you for the French open. So nope. good day. Yeah, we might not. He might not have a chance to, to catch up to Nadal if he doesn't get that vaccination. So be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, cause it sounds like he's only, if he's able to play in any other majors, it would only be Wimbledon cause yeah, of their, that's what I heard. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Serbia, which I think is where he's from, but like the U S has 
somebody we can't enter without being vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Um, more exciting, I think, has been the NFL playoffs. Um, oh my god, so good! Last so, weekend was the best weekend of football I think I've ever watched in my life. Easily, some of those games, the Bills Chiefs game, I was literally off of my couch screaming <laughs> when like, the Bills watched, got that touchdown at the end. I was like, "It's over! It's over!" Like, "Oh my god, they won!" And then thirteen seconds, crushing. Mahomes gets the ball, gets gets it enough where they were able to kick field goal to tie it. And then that's where the controversy starts because yeah. now we go to NFL playoff rules, which is essentially deciding the game by a field goal or by a coin flip. Yeah. Um, because as soon really as anyone hope, gets any points, yeah. it's done. So basically what happened was the Bills didn't even get a chance with the ball. Um, the Chiefs got in within field goal range, which you know, the Bills needed to have better defense than that. Yeah. Um, but a whole bunch of controversy on if those kind of rules should stand, if they should adopt college rules, if they should adopt Canadian rules. And it came into play this week as well already. Yeah. So it did. So what I found interesting is the Chiefs, I can't remember how many years ago, lost an AFC game to the Patriots in yeah. overtime where the Patriots won the coin toss and took it down for a touchdown. So the Chiefs didn't even have a shot. Which is what happened. And then they they not protested the results of the game, but they protested the overtime rules and said, mm-hmm. like, these need to be changed. Proposed a change to them. Yeah. yeah. And obviously didn't go anywhere. Um, and then they win the game last week with the touchdown. And, but they lost this week. So Mahomes, I mean, they were set to go for a touchdown and he threw an a interception. Um, and then the the Bengals won it with a field goal. But I do yeah. feel like they should play a full quarter or or even make it like, I don't know, a 10-minute quarter. Something like that. But, yeah. but both teams get a chance. It shouldn't just be ended if one team gets a touchdown because they lucked out and the coin toss went their way, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, – yeah, it's it seems unfair. You know, the Chiefs are now a good example because they've been on on both, both the sides. winning and the losing side of it. So they have, you know, they have the ability to now influence change, not just because they're, you know, sore losers or anything like that, which right. is you know, what can the Bills really say last week? They should have won that game. Absolutely. Right. There's no way that with eight seconds left on the clock or 13 seconds left on the clock, yeah. like, um, Mahone should have had enough time to get the ball, spike it, and then get it down far enough for a field goal. So um, hard to say much on when you're on the losing end of it. But um, on the plus side of it, uh, Brittany Mahomes didn't spray anyone with champagne today. Um, So that's nice. I went on her Instagram story, and there was, like, she was, like, filming a fan who had a poster facing it towards them, and it was just, like, we're ready for our champagne shower. And I was like, oh, do not provoke this girl. <laughs> it's like, let her be in her craziness. Like, ugh. Thank so God I they're saw- not going to another Super Bowl because she was unbearable la- like last year. Like, unbearable. <laughs> so this is the first time in, I think it was like 20 years or something like that, that the um, this round of the playoffs didn't feature any of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, who was the other ones? Drew Brees. Peyton Manning? No, it wasn't Peyton. Um, I can't remember who it was. 
But anyways, obviously Rodgers was eliminated the other week. Um, Tom Brady was eliminated as well and is now widely speculated that he's retiring. It's Um, very odd. Yeah. The NFL is like 14 Instagrams about him being the GOAT and like retiring and everything. But um, Tom Brady's dad has come out and said he hasn't fully decided yet. There's been some comments about how he would – Still, he still needs to let the Bucks know that he hasn't right. fully decided. Um, but it seems to be that he's leaning towards retirement. I'm upset, mostly because I know that means Gronk's not going to come back for another season. Like I, like Good I think he got that million. Oh, right? <laughs> he's going to actually have to find that real person job. Um, um, I could not care less. I hate Tom I Brady. Know. Never been a Tom Brady fan. I'm so excited that he's might be retiring and now don't have to deal with him again. Um, so yeah, can't wait. Hope he does. See you later. <laughs> it will be an interesting year because like, I mean, there's been within the last few years, like big name quarterbacks that we grew up with. Yeah. Retiring like Drew Brees. Now if Tom Brady goes, obviously Peyton yeah. Manning. Both Mannings, well, really. And Eli, yeah. yeah. Who knows what's happening with Rodgers at this point? He's another one. Well, he's um, not planning to retire, but he, will he be back with the Packers is the biggest question here right. now. So. I, I truly wish he just would retire and go, go on his merry way. Disappear. There, I heard some rumor that maybe the Saints or like maybe it was a Saint player who was like, he should come play here. <laughs> well, um, I'm sure any team would want him to come. Despite yeah. his ridiculous views, he is yeah. a fantastic player and make, yeah. would make any team better. Um, yeah. But- um. But Sean Payton also uh, told the the Saints that he is no longer going to be coaching for them. So, okay, so I saw this news, and then I was flipping through Instagram, and Sean Payton is like in some Netflix series about like, wait, what? Yeah, and so I was like, is this why he's stepping down because he's got like a new career here on Netflix? <laughs> There's some I sort hope. of there's some sort of like based on a true story, the Sean Payton story of like I think it was when he was like suspended or something like that. Okay. Um, and what he did on in like his how he like coached his kids' teams in the meantime or something. Like it's anyways, it's the Sean Payton story basically. Okay. And I was like, it's very weird that that was released immediately after he announced he, he announced was stepping down from the states. My friend is like a huge Saints fan, so I sent him. Like, as soon as I saw the the alert, I was like, oh, my God. So I sent it to him. He's like, this is, he's like, this is only rumored. Like, it's not true. And I was like, no, they posted, like, actual stories about it. And then he's like, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going into mourning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather lose the coach than your, like, than a Tom Brady situation. Right, like, right. What, like, however you feel about Tom Brady as, like, a person. Yeah, like, I do I think that there's, um, yeah, a bigger impact there. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. You keep, like, moving out of camera, and I'm um, not sure what's happening there. Sorry, I have to continue to um, toss the peanut butter thing. Oh, okay. Back into the bed, because there's, like, a string here that she has found. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought Puppy was sleeping in a different room. I was very confused as what was going on here. She's here. Yeah. Um, Just eating her peanut butter. Yeah. As we all do. Okay. Um, well, in like, I'm things I'm looking forward to the Olympics is starting this, this coming week. So so excited. All of the athletes are starting to arrive. Um, there have been a 
wild increase in the quality of beds at this Olympics versus Tokyo. So um, still, yeah, still trying to figure out who, what our like TikTok um, storyline is going to be at these Olympics. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a bit of a shocker with um, the men's Olympic team for, for hockey here. Right. So it was announced today that uh, the head coach will not be going with them. Close Julian. Julian has been replaced um, from an injury, which has now come out that he, I shouldn't laugh, but like fell on the ice and fractured some ribs. During um, some sort of like team building activity. <laughs> So many questions. Like, what were you doing as a team building? Like, should he be on the ice? Just perhaps just coach from the bench. <laughs> well, so what I don't really understand, I mean, like, fracture ribs suck. That's awful. They hurt. Right. But, like, it doesn't really, there's not much you can do for them. You just kind of wait it out. So I'm kind of surprised that he's, like, fully not able to go and coach at all. Um uh, Jeremy Collision is is stepped in now, who yeah. was former um, coach of the Blackhawks. There, um, there was also a bit of a scandal because the IHF Instagram account accidentally tweeted out um, <laughs> Canada's roster early, um, so that was a surprise announcement that was made. Um, lots of former Fringe Flames players on the list right. there. <laughs> Tyler Witherspoon, looking at you. It's just like. I'm excited. I don't expect them to, you know, do amazing things over there. See, that's what I struggle with. People have said that. I'm like, why not? No other team has NHL players. Why would it be any different? But I just feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like for some reason, Russia has like so many players that like really good players that don't come. Like, I feel like most Canadian and American players like, their goal is to make the NHL. Not saying that that's not like European players as well, but I don't know why. Mm, I, just I would disagree. I would disagree because I think if you looked at the men's Russian roster prior to them saying that the um, NHL wasn't going, you would have known probably every single player on it, and they would have been NHL players. Maybe one or two uh, KHL ones, maybe, but like it would have been like the equivalence of like. Are we're sending Eric Stahl kind of thing? Like, look, I, I don't me wrong, Team Canada. Like, I'm here for it. I'm, I just, I mean, I'm not I'm gonna not pull saying, them out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they're getting locked in on gold. Yeah, but like they're not losing to China. They're not losing oh, to like no. like Germany. Like, so I don't, I don't know. Like, their goaltending, I don't really love, but like their players are like players that I know. Um, yeah. you've got a lot of like our world juniors team on there. McTavish, I know I am excited are, for like, those world junior players um, because, but you've got like redemption. some players who, who played in the NHL. Josh Hosang's on there. Eric, like I said, Eric yeah. Stahl obviously will be probably one of the best players in the, in the Olympics. And I think it's really cool that he gets to go, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see where they would, you would have another country that has like players who are, stronger but aren't in the NHL yeah I mean we'll so, see yeah. perhaps China will surprise us all I mean they've got a billion players you think they could <laughs> a billion people you think they could find 23 that are decent so uh, also I'm just looking at the notes and you write athletes we hate because of their COVID views <laughs> it's like where do we begin <laughs> I felt like I don't know where this came from but I think it was because I was like 
I was struggling to cheer for the Bills Cole because Beasley. of how much I hate Cole Beasley, but I didn't want the, the Chiefs to win because I don't like Patrick Mahomes' family. I don't even care about Patrick Mahomes. I just like his family. And, and so then I was thinking of all of the players who I'm like, oh, like the Evander Kane was cleared of okay. his um, co-traveling with COVID by the NHL. He's been signed by the Oilers now. So like he's on my list of like COVID – this is obviously after he's like submitted his fake COVID documents. Right. Djokovic is on there. Cole Beasley, Aaron Rodgers, like all there's these people. There's so many. Yeah. So funny. Um, there's like, you know, players who like I have been following on Instagram because they like played for the flames or they played in the NHL or something like that. And they're like tweeting about these like stupid truckers rally in, up in Canada must. that I just am like, all right, see you later, Christopher Stieg. Like, see you later, Zach Ronaldo. Like you were, you oh were my fun God, players at the time, but like, you know, I can't, I can't play into that. Like the I'm list. I'm not of, even surprised that Zach Ronaldo is part of this. Clearly had some head injuries in the past. Like, but I don't know when I just, yeah. And then like, even I saw like Milan Lucic, like a post and I was like, Luch, come on, man. I didn't want to hate you. Trying so hard. You shoved that C right in that Oilers fans face. Like, right. It was so good. And so I'm hoping that I was just like a fat finger error kind of thing. And like, I'm going to give him one pass. And if I see it again, we're going to have words, but like, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just, it's, there's so many of them and it's so hard. It's like a new one every week where I'm like, oh man, I know. You are better than this. I know. So that's, um, yeah, I just was like, if I could, I should make a list of all the athletes that I no longer like because of COVID um, opinions. So, right, right. It would be very, very long. But, okay, I was going to tell you when we talked about the Chiefs not to circle back, but I was on, like, a work call this week, and I was discussing how I cannot cheer for them because of his family and how horrible they are. And someone was like, Maddie, you can't just like the Chiefs because of that. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is the most valid reason (laughs) to dislike a team. Like, What? I have judged people for a lot less. <laughs> so much less. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's, I'm excited for the Olympics. I can't wait yeah. for um, for it to get going. I think it'll be interesting to see kind of what information we get out of there. Like, obviously, um, there's some concerns with security over in China. Um, the U.S. athletes were told to use burner phones so that there wasn't any, like, potential to spy on their... Um, like, why not? Yeah. What, what else do we want from these Olympics but the having to use burner phones? And, like, burner laptops, which, like, I don't even know how you get one of those. Like, no. These and are also, like- if I'm contacting all the same people I contact with my burner phone, like, am I using a burner phone a day? Like, what? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's perhaps, wild. Perhaps this is where like the drug dealers rise and like social <laughs> status and teach us like how to use burner devices. Each Olympic team sends one drug dealer with them, <laughs> not for performance enhancing drugs, just for burner phones. <laughs> to teach them about the security of the dark web. 
Um, we, we do have to at work, um, start each meeting with a security moment. And so I've been waiting, <laughs> I've wa- been waiting to bust out the burner phone, um, security moment. It's going to happen this week. So I'm pretty, um, pretty excited amazing. for it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But. Um, okay. One other story that I wanted to talk about, cause I find it very sad and like, I can't believe we are in a world like this where, People are still doing this, but it came out this week that in the ECHL, they suspended this player, Jacob Panetta, for the remainder of their season, basically for racial gesture against Jordan Subban, brother of PK and Malcolm. But I just, I mean, I don't get it. I don't, I do not understand why people still feel this is an appropriate. And it was so, I watched the video like multiple times and zero of his teammates came to his defense. None. They just stood there and let him like get beat basically. Yeah. So essentially, um, Panetta and Subban were in a bit of a tussle on the ice. And then, um, when they were like being separated, Panetta made a, what he claims was like a tough guy uh, gesture. So like kind of like squared his shoulders, like kind of making himself look bigger. Um, but it was interpreted by almost every human with eyes as, as like, a monkey, as a monkey, which is obviously a, a very horrible racial slur that um, has been associated with black people in the past. Um, and so Jordan Subban rightfully lost his mind. Um, you know, his teammates, like you said, were, were all of Subban's teammates were in Panetta's were like, yeah. mm, what's going to happen here. Um, so he was, he was escorted off the ice. He's, he has since released a video basically saying he did not realize that it was interpreted the way that it was. Cause that's not what he meant it as. And he didn't realize until they were like basically going down their respective tunnels. Um, and you could hear like Subban like yelling about it, um, that that's how it was perceived. But, um, PK got involved, uh, you know, naturally it's his yeah. brother second to, he probably, he's pretty vocal on the like anti-racism. Yeah. You know, he has a commercial here in Canada that's, um, it, it kind of, it's like a mocking of the phrase, um, go back where you came from. And, um, like, and so like basically say, saying that like, we, we belong here. Like, why would you yeah. like, you know, go back where you belong? I guess it would, nah, I can't remember which one it is now. It's one of two, but basically the essential is like, we do belong here. We we're yeah. sitting here kind of thing. So he's pretty vocal, whether it's his brother or not his brother, but, um, he retweeted, it and so obviously got quite a bit of traction as he's got a yeah. pretty significant following, especially after his Lindsay Vaughn romance. There, um, he needed something. Yeah. So yeah, Panetta's been suspended for thirty eight games, I believe. Um, you know, he's come out with his apology, which was like very stone faced and like being obviously read off of a screen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just pretty pathetic that that kind of stuff still is happening. I, I feel bad for, you know, people who are in minority situations right. like that, where like, that's something that they would even have to consider when they get on the ice to play sports. Um, it's like awful. Yeah. So, so I don't yeah. know. I hope Montreal doesn't give him a chance <laughs> as they have with you know, some of these other offenders. Well, they, I think that ECHL team is the affiliate of the Capitals, I believe. uh, Oh, right. And the Capitals did come out with a statement against it. Yeah. So they, um, not that I don't, I don't know if Panetta is associated with the Capitals, but I know that they have specifically denounced the, the act and the, um, 
and even the NHL like released a statement on the justice there and like you know how they don't stand for for that kind of thing but it's unfortunate because there's been a couple incidents over the last little bit and they're not isolated and um yeah it's pretty pretty pathetic yeah yeah it's just not okay so yeah yeah um on a positive on a positive hockey note um Keith Yandel set the Ironman record, which is like that, which is, which I think is the hockey record that I didn't think would break, would be broken. Honestly, how did he escape COVID? Like, That's what I don't understand. Like, I'm like, did the, he just like fake a test or something? Like, like the fact that he made it, the fact that he broke the Ironman record in itself is a feat, but also he broke it basically playing two seasons in a pandemic. Which like, I they would have not... Like the record doesn't disappear or doesn't hold if he had to take a game off for COVID, even if he right. had no symptoms. Right. Because like you look back at the um, Cogliano, like he got suspended, right, and that like killed his Ironman chase record kind of thing, and so that's how Yando got up in in the lead. But um, yeah, to like beat Doug Jarvis's record there is it's just unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, like nine hundred, how many games? Nine hundred and eighty, some odd. Uh, I think 967 or something like that. I'm trying to remember what was on his gloves. He got, that like, is so gloves. many games. Like, I just cannot fathom, like, that yeah. many games. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And you know what's crazy is there's a couple, there's a couple players not far behind him. Like, Phil Kessel's not far behind. Um, How is Phil Ke- Kessel? That, that hot dog diet, I tell you. Like, it's... He uh, unhealthy. <laughs> like, if you look at... Yeah, so Keith Yandel's at 965, Phil Kessel's at 942, um, and then there's a sig- significant drop-off after that. Actually, in eighth place is Johnny Gaudreau, which is wild. How many games has he played? 252 in a row. Oh, that's but, not very high. We got a long way to go here, John. Oh, there's, there's no catching. Like, it, there's 300 different between... Kessel and Brent Burns, who's third place yeah. on the list, but oh but God, essentially, I love Brent Burns. <laughs> ugh, gross. I don't um, know why. I just find him hilarious. Essentially, Keith Yandel and Phil Kessel haven't missed a game since two thousand and nine. So, and w- so that must have been after like Phil Kessel had all of his health issues, right? Didn't he have cancer? He did have cancer. Yep, um, but he has been playing since. Um, 2006 um but no he didn't really miss any games when like in his career like he had a couple seasons where he only played 70 games um early on but then everything else since 2009 has been a full host of games other than obviously the shortened seasons for for lockouts um or covid years kind of thing so wow 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 yep well Maybe Yandel can take a little break here. I mean, keep it going, man. I know, but he's going to keep He'll yeah. keep going for sure. It yeah. would be cool to see him hit 1,000, but that would have to go into next season, I would think, because they probably have more than 35. Or Oh, maybe they have less than 35 games left. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know exactly. And I don't think they, I don't know if they count playoffs in this to be, in this streak, to be honest. Although I don't think the Flyers will make playoffs, but um, I don't think he's planning to retire. So I would suspect yeah. he'd be able to hit a thousand pretty easily. So that would be cool. Yeah. As long as COVID doesn't get him. 
So. Oh, stay safe, Keith. He's just stay getting probably vax every week. He's like, hit me with another dose. <laughs> me, let's go. <laughs> he like goes to get the, the fourth dose for being high risk. They're like, sir, why are you here? <laughs> you don't understand. Oh. Have a streak. He just shows up to the rink every day in like a full hazmat suit. <laughs> Must protect at all costs. Do not come near me. <laughs> He probably doesn't partake in any of the drills in practice where he may get hit with, like, a puck, an errand puck or something. Forget drills in practice. I mean, he probably doesn't leave his house, so. Sure. Anyways, on that note, we should probably sign off for the week. I know. Okay. But looking forward to next week's Olympic edition. Yes. Good luck building your table. <laughs> Thank you. Back to adulting. Yes. So hard. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.